Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.app slash breadbox. Welcome to Quote Me, a weekly podcast that seeks to encourage, inspire, and lift you up to be all you were created to be. Words are powerful. Recognizing and celebrating the impact they have on our lives can comfort or challenge us or both at once. I'm your host, Lindsay Schlegel, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, I hope we can honor the truth, beauty, and goodness of well-chosen language, and so glorify God. Let's begin. Listeners, I have a little extra treat for you today. Um, the week that, If you're listening to this episode, the week that it has uh, been posted, the week of January 25th, there is a link in the show notes for the Catholic Mom Bundle, uh, which is open to anyone. You don't have to be Catholic. You don't have to be a mom. Um, but in that bundle, I have a resource called the Lent, um, the Lent 2021 Quote Journal. So there's a, it's kind of a worksheet thing, and there's a quote for each week of Lent and some questions underneath it that you can use to meditate on that quote, to pray with it, um, and to kind of do the same thing we do on the show, but um, just you and God on your own time. So I hope you'll check that out. Um, any purchase of that bundle, it's an amazing resource. Uh, you save a ton, a ton, a ton of money by gathering all these things up in one place. Um, and any money, any purchase from that goes to support the show. So please check that out in the show notes. Um, and let me know if you use it throughout Lent this year. Let's get started. Uh, my guest today is Dr. Jacqueline Brown, who is a clinical psychologist turned fiction author. She published The Light in 2016 and has now published a total of six novels, a short story, a children's picture book, and a coloring book. Her novels are bestsellers on Amazon. Jack Dr. Jacqueline, thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for having me. I love the quote that you picked. Uh, it's from St. Teresa of Calcutta. If you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Uh, so I actually use this quote when I give a talk on my book, but I mash it up with be the change you wish to see in the world. And I call my talk, be the change you wish to see in your home. Um, so this quote, I've spent some time with it and I love it. Um, can you tell me where you found it and what, what it means to you? 
Yeah, so I found it, I think, when I was probably in my early 20s, um, which is, I think, generally a time of searching for most people and certainly was for me. And I remember reading it in the context of, and I don't know if this is true or not, I haven't gone back and reread it, but reading it in the context of like this Western man had gone to then Mother Teresa and wanted to serve in her ministry. And so she allowed him to kind of help um, help with the people that she served for a day or two or something. And then he's like, oh my gosh, this has been life-changing. You know, I want to stay with you forever and do this. And, and she said, that's great. Um, but what you really need to do is to change the world, go home and love your family. And so that quote just really, it stuck with me then um, and continues to sort of deepen, I guess, as, as my life changes. So when I first read the quote, I was probably, you know, training to be a child psychologist and then I became a child psychologist and then later I became a mom. And at each step, I have understood that quote even more fully, I think, as my life has changed. So yeah. at yeah, first it was I think as so many of us have spent like more and more time with our families over the last year, it's <laughs> yes. become so much more relevant. Um, and something that, you know, when, when we have prayer time at our house, I'll often <laughs> kind of trying to saying this to God, but also kind of trying to hope like to get it into my kids' brains that the peace and love that we develop in our home can go out to the rest of the world, that this is where it starts. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing I think that I, so when I was a child psychologist, I mean, I sort of, I understood academically how important the family was and how important, obviously, I had come from a family. <laughs> we all come from families. Um, so, I mean, I, I understood it academically, if you will, like, you know, that if if you're not treating your spouse right, like your kids are going to be affected. If you're, you know, kind of the big things, if you're not keeping your marriage vows, you know, things are going to kind of unwind and unravel and um, but it wasn't until I became a mom that I understood that like every single interaction is me shaping their lives, you know, and, and so I realized just even if I have a grumpy attitude, you know, that's altering our whole family because the mom apparently sets the tone for the family. I don't know, but in my house, you know, when I'm grumpy, then everybody just falls apart. <laughs> Everyone's grumpy at our house too. Yes. And sometimes, you know, there are phrases that I, I get stuck on um, that I feel like I'm saying a jillion times. And then like by Saturday afternoon, I hear my husband saying the same phrase in the same tone. I'm like, Ooh, that is not, you got that from me. You definitely, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) And it just, you know, Mother Teresa, I think in her wisdom um, understood that it's, if we don't, if we don't get our families right, um, sort of nothing else matters, right? So like if we create in our homes environments of joy and peace and love, like you were saying in your family prayer time, um, then that can go out into the world. But if we create environments of anger and bitterness and resentment and kind of this angry martyrdom and, you know, then that goes out into the world too. And I think you, I think we see the effects of that very clearly um, where we are. So it, the quote just is a constant reminder to me that what we do in our home matters, maybe even potentially more than what we do outside of our home, you know, which is sort of a hard, 
I don't know. It's hard for me even now to like fully wrap my mind around how important it is, but I think it's true. <laughs> yeah, There's a reason I, she's a saint. <laughs> yeah, she, she figured a couple of things out pretty well. Um, <laughs> but it also can be so much easier. It can feel easier to say, well, I'll go donate to this or I'll go s even spend time here. Like not just I'll drop stuff off at the food pantry, but I'll go to the food pantry and I will put the food in the people's baskets. Like that is super wonderful. But if you're going to come home and be cranky with your family mm -hmm. or think, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't get the laundry done or someone's mad at me for this or something like that, then like, I mean, you're obviously not going to negate that you, it's not like a, a scoreboard. Um, but it doesn't do good things for us personally when we do that. I think that the loving your family at home is as much about what your family gets out of it and the way that it shapes you, right? Because every time we're sacrificing something. And every time we're being joyful about the little things, it's not all sacrifice. Um, loving your family also means like being delighted that your kid drew a dinosaur today that yeah. doesn't look like a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> it's, actually more, it's more often the, the other way around. I drew a unicorn for my daughter a few years ago and she's like, okay, okay. Like a week later, I draw another one. And as I start, she goes, she's like three. She goes, it's okay, mom. I know it's going to look like a dog. <laughs> okay. But she was loving me. You know, she, yeah. Yeah, it's just no. respecting the people that are you're with, the people that you're with all the time is harder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know their flaws, you know, you know their their good points and their not so great points, and yeah. you know who's gonna have a tantrum and you know why they're gonna have a tantrum and <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, you know. And I think as a woman too, it's been a an inter interesting transition for me, which is probably why the quote resonates so well, but going from sort of a full-time psychologist and then we adopted our kids. So like I was a full-time psychologist on Friday and then on Monday I was the mom of an 18 month old. <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? It was a crazy, crazy transition. And so um, I went from like accolades and praise and whatever to, you know, none of that. <laughs> It's a lot of poop and yelling. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so were you writing already when you made that transition? So I actually, I had written a book that I have not published, but I had written a book before I became a mom. Okay. Um, and it was funny then because at that point I felt like I needed to have an entire weekend where I did nothing but write. You know, I had to <laughs> devote just days to this craft or nothing would ever come of it. Um, and so then I became a mom and then 18 months later I became a mom again. So then I had two toddlers um, and I was still trying to work a few days a week as a psychologist and um, it was for a nonprofit. They needed me more than, I mean, they could have used me for like 80 hours a week and I could give them 20. And anyway, um, it was just a super busy time in my life. And then that's when I decided to write. Sure. Because that's what makes sense. Do. Right. Really, it's when we're the busiest, I think it is. Like, you just, you're used to that time management, kind of. Mm -hmm. I, I compare it to, like, when I was in high school, I played field hockey. So every school year, I started with an after-school sport, right? Mm -hmm. Like, every day of the week. Mm -hmm. And then field hockey would end. And, like, the first week or two after, you're like, I don't know when I'm going to get anything yeah. done. Yeah. It's that kind right. of, like, if you're used to being busy, you stay busy. And when you, for me at least, when I'm not as busy... Then mm -hmm. I relax a little bit and I do sleep more and things. That's great. Mm -hmm. But you get in kind of a different mindset mm -hmm. when you're going and going. 
Yeah. Well, and it was at that same time. Um, so Bria and Jonah, who are the main characters of the light series, they sort of popped in my head before we got our youngest. And so they were there and then he came home and they went away because I was crazy busy. And um, but then I also did um, chirp. I don't know if you have that in your parish. Christ renews his parish um, like a kind of like a Curcio sort of model where you go on the retreat and then you meet every week for six months to prepare for the next retreat. And so it was great. It's a great thing for any of your listeners that have the opportunity to to participate in it. But so I had done that um, also probably about six months after our son came, our second son came home. And so um, I was in the habit, I guess, of the really the nightly prayer and the, the committed time for God. And so it was through that prayer that the series came out and the writing came out. And so it was, um, but I, but I was really busy and I had a lot of conversations with God where I was like, you're wrong. Like I am not, (laughs) I am not the person to write these books because I have these two little people who, I mean, they were two and three, like that's crazy town. For especially yep. a crazy town for a mom that hadn't been a mom, but for like 18 months. I mean, that's yeah, crazy town. That's, that's intense. Yeah. And um, and so had that and then, um, again, had this job that was very fulfilling and really wanted to keep doing it. And, and it, I and I had written this other book that nobody read. Like my best friends didn't read it. I mean, it wasn't good. You know, so <laughs> it was just. So I guess, that, again, that's just an example of God's plan is completely different than our plan and is better than our plan. I mean, I'm so grateful for his plan. and um, But that's how it got started. And sometimes, you know, I'm joking about being so busy, but sometimes it's it's that for me, too, it's writing that that like recharges you to go do the yes. rest of the other stuff. Yes. Yes, it absolutely. That is what sort of feeds me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gets like another part of your brain working. Um, you know, I'm kind of like I'm I'm planning out articles while I'm driving to pick my kids up from school. Yeah. In my, I'm not, you know, or you voice to text something. Yes. <laughs> That's normally a mess and isn't worth it. Um, <laughs> That's true. Word isn't relevant to what I was talking about at all. Um, <laughs> but it's those things that. Yeah, I think I think that's another part of loving your family, right? Is taking care of yourself um, yeah. and making sure that you have the time for those things, or else you get resentful of your family. Who's yeah. I don't know. My family wants me to go do those things. Like you're yeah, saying, no, mine before, do too. the wife sets the tone. My husband's like, do you need to go for a little bit? Yes, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. No, my oldest will be like, mom, you've just why don't you just go in your office and write? <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, I will. You need so. to have your son write my son a letter. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think they understand I get really crabby if I don't have that time for creativity and if I don't have that time to feel like as beautiful as it is to focus completely in your home, I also feel the call and feel the need to focus beyond my little my little sanctuary. And so, you know, for me that's writing. For me I can reach thousands of people all over the world that I'm never going to meet but my characters are going to meet and it's just a beautiful, it's just a beautiful opportunity, you know, to, to be, it's such a gift of such a blessing, you know, to be part of their lives in that way. Um, it's, it's, it's extraordinary. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we, and it's another example that we're giving to our kids that, mm-hmm. 
you know, you have this call and it's going to mean some sacrifice and it's going to mean you need to take time to do it. And it's going to mean you can't do something else. Mm -hmm. Um, but if it's what God's asking you to do, then you're going to be happier for having done it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's the bottom line. Like if it's what God has asked you to do, then to not do it is not going to lead to happiness. You know, you got to do it. So you got to do it and you got to show them and they're, they're going to, I mean, you know, as well as I, they, they see us and they see what we're doing and they follow our example, Mm -hmm. whether we like it or not. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Awesome. Thank you so much for chatting about that quote. Um, Man, I thought I knew it, but it just went in a bunch of different directions and I'm really grateful for that. Uh, Listeners, you can, I would love to have you guys read um, the light series. I've read the first one so far. Um, and it was awesome. So I hope you have a chance to do that. You can get 15% off signed copies from uh, Jacqueline's website. Uh, the link is in the show notes and there's a promo code quote me. So please, please go do that. You will not regret it. Um, they're excellent books. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thank you. Thank Enjoy you. Time. It's been so fun. Awesome. Uh, so listeners click to the show notes to get your books and also to click, um, to get your bundle. It's only available, I believe until January 29th. So click over right now. So you don't miss it as always to suggest a quote or a guest, follow the show on Instagram, quote me underscore podcast, or contact me at my website, lindsayschlegel.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a review wherever you find your shows and tell a friend until next time. God bless you.